0: As we turn to hear from God's word this morning, we seek to receive it with reverence and humility. The summons to the word found in your bulletin helps us to do just that. Let's read it together. And this is the one whom I look upon with favor, declares the Lord. The one who the one is one humble who is and, and contrived in, in spirit and he who trembles, trembles at my word. word. Excellent job. Thank you. So go ahead and give that back to Rosemary. Okay, guys. I don't know if you know this, but if, on Sunday mornings, we've been going through the book of Exodus. And you know the book, You guys know what the book of Exodus is? That's the second book of the Bible. Well, listen up, Sophia. This is going to be great. How many of you like games? Raise your hand if you like games. What's your favorite game? You don't have a favorite game, Sophia? You have a favorite game? You think about it. Alex, what's your favorite game? Fortnite. Okay, that's a good game. Yeah. Eli, what about you? You have a favorite game? game. What is it? Oh, okay. What about you, Logan? You got a favorite game? Mm -hmm. It's hard to choose, huh? Sophia, what do you think? You have a favorite game? Robots. Is that... Winston, you got a favorite game? No, 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 okay. Giuliani your favorite game? Uno. Uno. <laughs> yeah. We're not a family divided over Uno. Some of our kids like hate Uno with a passion. Others love Uno with a passion. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, Uno. Now, listen. Have you ever played a game and won? Raise your hand if you've ever like won a game. It could be like a basketball game or a, any kind of game. We raise your hand. So, um, d- do you like? Do you like winning? What's it feel like to when you win a game? Alex, you have any thoughts. It feels, you feel happy? Good. What else do you feel like when you win a game? Excited. excited? That's good. Yeah, go ahead and sit there, Alex. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Eli, what about you? What does it feel like when you win? Um, I okay. am not trying to be like, so happy. From, like, the other team. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to be too happy in front of the other team. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's thoughtful. Raise your hand if you've ever lost a game. Anyone ever lost a game? Not everyone, just some of you. Okay. All right, so what does it feel like to lose a game? What, Sophia? Why did you, feel sad. you feel sad? Yeah, yeah Alex, how do you? you have a team, you feel like disappointed. Disappointed, that's a really good word. You feel disappointed when you lose. So raise your hand. Uh, well, let me ask this. Raise your hand if you like winning more than losing. Mm-hmm. Everyone? Yeah. Oh, everyone, yeah, okay, I agree. Uh, winning is usually better. Now listen, let me, th- let me ask you a qu- question. Listen to this question. Have you ever been in a game where you knew at some point that you were going to lose. Do you remember? Raise your hand. You Adults, have you ever been in a game or have you ever been in a situation where you realize you're going to lose? And in fact, you could try as hard as possible and you realize that the other team, the people on the other side, the people who were against you, that they were stronger and bigger and smarter. What does it? What do you think? What does it feel like when you realize that you can't win? What does that feel like? You ever think you know, of me thoughts? What does it feel like when you're? You think, man, I, I, just, I we're not going to win. As hard as I may try, uh, we just can't win. What does that feel like? Any thoughts? You feel sad discouraging that's a great word discouraging what what's that discouraging means uh what what's that you feel upset, upset? discouraging that's good Alex discouraging means um you just you feel like kind of giving up you know what I mean you just think it's like wow, this isn't going very well, and it's not what you'd hope for yeah that's happened a lot yeah you've been discouraged a lot yeah that's happened. Oh, that's good. That's really good. If When you lose the game, you might feel angry. Or even while you're playing the game, you're like, you know, we're not going to win. Why am I even playing this for? Why am I doing this? I know I'm going to lose, right? So it feels really bad sometimes when we know we can't win. Now listen to this. This might this might be a little hard to understand, but try stay with me, okay? If you know you can't win, let's say you're playing a, a soccer game and you're down five to zero and there's only two minutes left or five minutes left and you're thinking you know what i know i can't win why would we still play why would we still play why don't we just walk off the field or walk off the court why would we still play even though we can't win because it's fun to play play? okay that's good that's a really good answer julian are you lying okay you just never know yeah good you like the game. Now, they're all really good answers. You know, often, we, we, even if we even if we can't win, we still want to be part of a team, right? We still want to fight for our side. Now, listen to this. In the book of Exodus, God's people were losing. They were losing really big. You know what? But listen, Alex, it wasn't a game they were playing. You know what the situation was? Listen to this, Julian. They were, let's, here, I'll take the ball. Here, there we Excellent, there you go. We'll put it over here. We're, we're gonna get to the ball and just very soon here. Good pass, Logan. Um, so God's people, they weren't in a game. Listen to this. They were in a very, very scary situation. They were in Egypt and they were slaves. You know what slaves are? They're people who have to do what other people say. Yeah, right. They're, they don't have any freedom to do anything. They their like they're like no, they not even like real humans. They're not what they are, but people don't treat them like that. That's right, Sophia. Being a slave is really bad. And you know what? The people who were against them were way stronger and even smarter. And they had more money, and there was no way that they could win against the people who were in charge. You know, do you know does anyone know that the name what they called the king of Egypt? It had a name. Because an, well, it sounds with an F sound. It's actually a PH. What is it? Pharaoh. Yeah, the Pharaoh was the king over all of Egypt, and he didn't like the, God's people at all, and so he enslaved them. He made all of these, all of you need to obey me, and I'm going to make you slaves. Isn't that terrible? Think how sad they were, and they realized they couldn't win. Well, listen, one day, God raised up a man named Moses. In fact, it's an amazing story about how Moses came to, to be someone who was actually in the house of the king. Even though he was uh, one of the people of God, he was an Israelite, he was able to actually grow up within the palace. And when he did that, one day he went out and he saw his, all his, uh, he went out and saw his, his fellow Israelites, and he saw how they were being treated. And do you know what he did? He saw one of the Israelite, or one of the Egyptians, masters beating, and like hitting one of the one of the Israelites. And you know what he did, Alex? Do you know? It's pretty amazing. He took action. He decided that he was going to go and hit the guy who was hitting the Israelite. He hit the Egyptian, and he didn't just hit the Egyptian. You know what he did, uh, Julian? He he pushed him up and killed him. Imagine that. He. Well, you know why he did that, Eli? He was so mad. He said, I don't understand. We can't win. It's so frustrating. And he said means so he decided to get angry and to kill the Egyptian. You just need to take a deep breath and <laughs> <laughs> listen to that, Brian. You should be proud of that. You take a deep breath and come in. That's exactly what Moses should have done. But Moses was so sad because he felt like he could. He was angry because he felt like he couldn't win. Now listen to this. And then the next day, he went out again. He saw two fellow Israelites, and they were arguing. And he said, he said to the one who was in the wrong, he said, hey, why are you arguing? Why are you hitting your brother? Stop that. And you know what, you know what the Israelites said? He, said? he said, who made you king? You're not in charge. You don't, you don't get to tell us. You can't tell me what to do. You would tell your dad. Well, if your dad were there, things probably would have went down differently. Your dad's a big guy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. So now listen, but then after that, you know what happened? The king found out about what Moses did and how he killed one of his own people. And what do you think the, the, the king did when he heard that Moses killed one of his own Egyptians? He wanted to kill Moses. And see what Moses had to do? He had to run for his life. Because the king wanted to kill him. So he ran away. Now listen. So he runs away, and he's gone for a long time. In fact, he becomes, in the middle of the wilderness, in the desert, he becomes a shepherd. And he's he's, he's married, he's got a few kids, but he's all by himself. And you know what happens when he's a shepherd all by himself in the middle of of the wilderness? God appears to him in a burning bush. And he says, Moses, Moses, I want you to go and save my people and bring them out of Egypt. I want you to go and win You know what Moses said? You know what Moses said? He wants wants Moses to win the game. Yeah, he wants Moses to, to, to try to deliver God's people and win. And you know what Moses said to him? This is so interesting. Moses said, What? No way. I can't do that. Why me? I can't win the game. He said, I've tried. I tried to win and I couldn't. And you know what God said? God said, I will be with you. Moses. Now think about, think about this for a second. Now imagine you're playing a basketball game. See this right here? We have a basketball hoop right here. Isn't that neat? Um, this, is a, a, this is actually a present. It belongs to Harrison. And uh, Jim and Nancy Meyer kindly gave that to us. This is a basketball uh, hoop. Now let's I want to imagine that we're playing a basketball game. Okay? And let's imagine that Rosemary was playing a game against Harrison. Harrison, you want to come here real quick? Okay. So there's Harrison, and there's Rosemary, and now, now, do you think if, if Rosemary were playing a game of basketball against Harrison, who do you think would win? H- Harrison. Harrison. You think so? That's that's a good guess, but I don't know that's true. Any, any other guesses? Rosemary. And why do you think Rosemary would win against Harrison? He he's stronger. She's stronger and she's bigger. Don't you think she's that's so, stronger. Harrison? She yeah. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. She probably would get five hundred thousand points. That's right. It would be, be no contest. So listen now. So how? Listen to this. But let's say that I said, let's say that I wanted Harrison to win. How would I do that? How could I help Harrison win? You would pick him up. Oh, that's right. So think about this for a second. I still would want Harrison to play. You like to play? You like to play basketball? That's right. That's exactly right. Now think about that for a second. Harrison could win if someone bigger were on his team. Think about that. But okay. Really. He, well, that's a good, that's a really good question, Alex. Would he score? So let's say, let's, let's try this out here. Let's try this out real quick. Harrison, come here. Let's get, grab the bat here. Grab the basketball. Another basketball here. Now you want to try Well, We're we'll going to do it in a second here. Well, Harrison, come over here. Thanks. Logan. Okay, so look, Harrison, come over here. Now, let's mess. So, so, so come over here, Harrison, right here. And why don't you take this ball. Now, let's say for a second, Harrison's pretty good at, at holding the ball. But he can't actually dribble. dribble. Okay, he needs someone. Can you, Alex, can you dribble? Yeah. Can you dribble? Why don't you come over here? Okay. So I look at Winston and I say, Winston, I want you to win the game. And what is, or Harrison, thank you. I look at Harrison and I say, Harrison, I want you to win the game. And he says, what? I can't, right? He knows that he can't, right? And that's so important. We're gonna talk about that. So, you know, one of the most important things in life. Listen to this, guys. One of the most important things in life is being able to say, I can't do something. I don't have the strength are all kinds of things that God calls us to do that we can't do on our own. Does that make sense? And we can pretend, right? I talked at the very beginning of the service about pretending. I can pretend to be a, a superstar. I can pretend to be a hero. I can pretend to win the game on my own. But it's so important to come to that place where we say, I can't do this on my own. So Harrison, he can't win the game by on his own, right? And, he, and he, listen to this, he can't even dribble, and so let's say this is. Let's imagine this, okay? So God comes to Moses and He says, "Moses, I want you to lead my people out of Egypt." See, so He's trying to dribble and He can't really dribble, okay? And then, and what does Moses say? He says, "I can't," which is true. And in fact, Moses gives all kinds of reasons. One of the reasons He gives, are you ready for this? One of the reasons He gives is that He can't speak well. Most people think that He had, you know, had a speech impediment. You know what that is? You know, some kids at school they can't talk or they have a lisp. They have various ways they stutter. Like when I was a kid, I had a speech impediment. You can probably tell. I still mutter my words at times. And God, ironically, made me a, a pastor. But anyway, but the idea is that Moses probably had a speech impediment. He was not a good speaker. And so you know what God did? God said, I'm going to bring someone to help you. And it was his brother. His older brother, Aaron, was a good speaker. And so this is going to be our Aaron. So you're going to be like Aaron because you're go over here. Right? You have the ball, but now what do I want you to do? Come over here a little more, okay? Come over here a little more. And what I want you to do, uh, come on over here, Alex. You know, Alex, what I need to do, because we can't walk with the b- with basketball, right? What's that called when you walk with the basketball? Um, traveling. Traveling. That's right. Exactly right. So, Harrison, what I want you to do is you give the basketball to, to Alex, okay? He's in a dribble, and then I'm going to hold you. Okay? So give the basketball to Alex. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, oh, oh there we go. That's good. Okay, now Alex, go come over here. Now, you're going to dribble. It's not hard. It's not easy. Do you want to practice for a second? And try to dribble. It's not the easy. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, you got it. You got it. Oh, good. Okay, so I'm going to grab Harrison. Right? I'm taking to help, Harrison. Okay, you dribble over the basketball. Or basketball, the, the basket. Here, give it, to, give it to Winston. Or Harrison. Golly, I tell you, who's the father here? Right, give it to Harrison. Take the ball. All right, Harrison. Now, you go for it. You put the ball. Oh, all right, everyone. Hey. All right. That was good. Nice right, so one, Sophia, you want to try? Oh yeah, okay, Harrison. You go. You go sit. go sit with Rosemary. Give her, everyone. Give Harrison a round of applause. Good job, Harrison. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Sophia, we're gonna do the same thing. You ready? So Alex is gonna be our Aaron. He's gonna be the one who's gonna dribble for us. So you take the ball. So we're gonna give Sophia the ball. Okay, Sophia. So I want you to give it to Alex. And then I'm gonna pick you up. Okay? I'm, I'm gonna pick so you up. So happy. Oh, oh, you're not heavy. You're not heavy at all. No. <laughs> All right, come over, over here and he's, he's dribbling. And you put it in there. And oh, hey, all right. All right, that was awesome. There you go. Good job. Okay. What's that? Oh, that's fine. I like glitter. I use glitter in my, you know. In fact, I've got a wedding later today. I'll be, I'll be perfect for me. All right. So now listen. Now stop everyone. Good job, Alex. Everyone give Alex a round of applause as well. That was really, really Good. I got my, my wires here all messed up. Hold on. Okay. So listen, guys. What did we learn? This is so important. In life, listen, Alex. Logan, listen. This guys is this is. Eli, come over here. Sophia, come over here. Listen. Listen. In life, there are people. There are opponents. There are bad guys. In fact, they're not only bad guys around us. There are bad guys inside of us. Okay people who want us to do bad things, people who want to defeat us. And God says that we can't win on our own. And Moses knew that. He said, I can't do this. Harrison, sit down, please. Okay, good boy. And, he's, and, and, and Moses said, I can't do this. Okay, but God said, I will be with you. Isn't that awesome? Imagine, do you want God to be with you? Think about this. You have to ask questions. One, can I do life on my own? Can I win life on my own? And if the answer is no, then we think, well, who can help me? And God said to Moses, I will be with you. And It didn't matter how well Moses could dribble a basketball. It didn't matter how capable was. In fact, Moses, there wasn't much that Moses could do at all. In fact, he had tried. He tried really hard. He killed someone. He'd he'd tried to do all kinds of things to win the game, and he couldn't do it on his own, and he knew it. In fact, kids, listen, one of the most important things in life is realizing as early as possible that you can't do life on your own, that you need God. And without God, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. Okay. So, but with God, when God says, I will be with you, he gives us a promise and says, if we say to him, I surrender, I give up, I want to be on your team. I can't win on my own. You know what he does? He comes alongside of us and he helps us. He comes into our life and he does that through his word. He does it through his people, through fellowship, through getting to know others. He helps us to do life in a way that we can win. Okay, let's go, ahead and bow. let's go ahead and fold our hands and let's, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the story of Exodus. Father, it's an amazing story that's very scary, that has lots of bad people in it who are greater and stronger and even smarter than your people. And yet, Father, we love that you choose people like Moses, people who are the, really the last person in the world to really help and yet you love to choose little people to be your helpers because you love to show how strong you are. Father, I pray that for all of these kids here and for all the adults here, that we would be, we would be willing to say something very scary, which is I can't. I can't love other people like I should. I can't obey you like I should. I can't say no to things that I should say no to. And I can't say yes to things that I should say yes to. Father, we just can't. We're so, we can't do it on our own. But Father, we ask that we believe that you are mighty and awesome and that you are greater than all of the bad guys around us and within us. And we ask that you would help us. And you'd, we pray that you'd help us to do that together. That as, as, as brothers and sisters in the Lord, that we would encourage each other and fight the battle together. Father, with you and with one another, We cannot lose. And so I pray that you, Father, would remind us of your mighty acts. Show us what you can do and send your Spirit to empower us to do your will. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.